Welcome in. While Ryan's getting ready, I want to welcome you to another week of Good, Bad, More. We got a lot to talk about this week, a lot to go into. Um, It's been an eventful week as usual, but there is a big thing that just happened called the draft, which we covered the first round of last week. So we'll give you a brief recap on that, but this is a fantasy football show. And we play Dynasty Fantasy Football. With the draft having passed, we think it is time to do a rookie Dynasty Fantasy Draft. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, And for those of you who don't know what that is, in Dynasty Fantasy Football, you do a startup draft to begin with where you draft all the players available. And then those players stay on your roster. And every year, forever. In, unless you trade them or they retire, um, they'll be there, in or you drop them. Uh, and every year you draft the incoming cl- class of rookies, and so that's what we're going to do today. Uh, we're not going to draft them based on where they went in the NFL per se, but on how valuable they are in dynasty fantasy football. Yeah, and maybe this can give you a sense in terms. I mean, you can take this as a rookie rankings yeah per se, you know yeah it's a rookie ranking i would say so this kind of does a double it's a it's a double-edged sword you gotta you got a rookie ranking on one hand and then we can also help our dynasty folks speaking of our dynasty league we are in the market for a few dynasty opponents those who want to play with the big boys anyone who in wants the, to in the good bad more dynasty the, league the good bad more dynasty league if anyone's feeling Feeling bold, feeling brave. If anybody wants to uh, give give Dynasty a try, I don't. I feel like Finn and I have been Finn and I have been talking about this. We're thinking about the best way to to go about finding new members. Just because for anybody listening at home wanting to do a Dynasty League, uh, reoccurring reoccurring members is never a guaranteed. So we had a few people drop. So we've been trying to look for a few people to fill in the gaps, but. If it's a, you it's are, a long-term commitment. It's a long-term it's, commitment. It I is, mean, it's a lifetime commitment. If you love fantasy football, this is the best way to play fantasy football. Yeah, if you're willing to take your fantasy... If you want to take your fantasy game to the next level, play a super flex defense dynasty league. It's a, it's, it's a lot of fun. I will be honest with you. It will help you get... It will not help you, more so force you into learning a lot about the game and learning a lot about the players and rosters and what that means for your lineup and especially the fantasy scene in general. So if you want to join and if you want to get a little bit better, send us a message, let us know, just reach out, find a way to contact us. Obviously we have Spotify Q&A, but if you want to take your fantasy to the next level, let us know. But as Finn said, there's a lot that's been going on, especially the draft. It's been a week later since the draft we had all the rounds go by, and I think that we have some a few takeaways. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I have a few takeaways. I'd first like to make a formal apology to the Detroit Lions, as I have now understood their plan. DeAndre Swift being traded to the Eagles for a fifth-round pick, and now Jameer Gibbs takes over as the 1B option for the Detroit Lions, and now we have kind of understood, we understood Brand Holmes' plan, and I would first like to say I never doubted, I never doubted for a second, and I I never I, I never wished any ill, ill intention 
on the Lions organization, but I was a little frazzled, but now we understand. Another big winner, obviously, the Seattle Seahawks. Huge winner. Huge winner. Same with, I'd say, I'm going to say the Pittsburgh Steelers. Had a really good draft. Steelers, uh, don't forget about the Eagles. Eagles. Well, obviously, that one's... I'm not going to say that they had a necessarily really good, technically good draft. They I got think a, so lucky. I think a lot of the picks just kind of fell to them, and then I'm kind of echoing the points. But of, but a lot of people passed on those players, and the true. Eagles didn't. So you gotta you gotta just like say it how it is. Like even if even if it maybe didn't, they weren't like the smartest drafting. Those players were there when they drafted, right. and, and they took them. They got a lot of the. I'm going to say hype train players. They got Definitely. a lot of, and they drafted like three, at least three uh, Georgia players. Mm-hmm. They drafted the the two linemen and the cornerback. Don't forget they traded for a Georgia they player also as well. Traded for a Georgia player, <laughs> DeAndre Swift, this former is, Bulldog. This is the Philadelphia or the Georgia Eagles. The Georgia Eagles. I like Philadelphia Bulldogs. The Philadelphia better. Bulldogs. The Philadelphia yeah. Bulldogs. Because don't forget, they already had. One they drafted last year. I think there's another two on the line that they that they have. So they have like six Georgia Bulldogs in their defense, like starting in their defense right now. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Starting in their defense, would yeah. you say? All yeah. Right. All right. Jalen Carter's gonna start. Definitely. Nolan Smith is gonna start. Mm, uh, and yeah, it's debatable, but okay. Nakobe Dean, I believe. Uh yeah, Nakobe Dean from Michigan. I would say no, as- Nakobe Dean. Maybe I'm thinking of it. I mix up the uh, the linebackers in last year's draft, but there is a Georgia linebacker they took last year. Wait, hold on. I want to see where Nicobe Dean. No, no, he went to Georgia. I'm sorry, I got yeah. him confused. Okay, with. so it is Nicobe Dean. Yeah, I was right. Um, yeah, Nicobe Dean is a starting linebacker for the Eagles, or right. will be this year. Oh, I see. Okay, so they have like five, six starters that are from Georgia. From Georgia. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Which is wild. From one school, mm. I wouldn't say it's necessarily outrageous in terms of like the. I I wouldn't say that like the idea of Georgia Bulldogs play like starting on the, all the Georgia Bulldogs starting lineup starting on an NFL team. I think it's ridiculous that they're all on the same team. That's what I mean. Okay, I like six of them starting on the same roster is crazy, but I agree that like it's one of the greatest defenses in college football history. Like right. It makes sense, you know, that you're gonna just draft them. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of a no brainer, um, and you know, like it's a smart and they did a smart move by doing that. Yeah, we're gonna see how it pans out. I'm interested to see. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of people who had bad drafts. There weren't a ton of stinkers. No, um, it was a pretty solid draft class. I think it's kind of hard to draft. <laughs> it's kind of hard to draft some bad players. Personally, the, the I thought Raiders were kind of questionable. I was, I was literally just about to say. Personally, I don't think the Raiders had no that good of a draft. They had a few solid uh, selections. I want to. I just feel like Tyrese Wilson just wasn't. I don't think the. Good. I don't think the Lions had a good draft. I think they had a good draft. I don't. I think they had I a think, good draft. I think they. I think when you spend your top two picks like that, it like even if you're. Even if the rest of your draft is good, well, who would have they? Who would have they drafted? Christian Gonzalez. Christian Gonzalez. And uh, so, if you, I mean, Christian Gonzalez at either of their picks, they passed on Christian Gonzalez, didn't they? Or he was right before their pick. He they passed on Christian Gonzalez at twelve. 
Yeah, I would have taken him there. To get Jameer Gibbs. I would have taken him there. I think that if I'm Brad Holmes and you are trading DeAndre Swift, I would have preferred to get an offensive weapon. But I don't like the value. I think that Jameer Gibbs is far more replaceable than a guy like Christian Gonzalez would be yeah. if he works out. That's what they all say. That's what they all say. You're just a hater, fan. That's the historical you're just press. A, you're just a, hi- you're just a hater, you know? You want to talk about your fancy statistical history and legitimate relevant numbers or what <laughs> or whatever. I think I think I didn't I'm, say that I'm, the I didn't say the Lions had a bad draft because they really made up for it on day two. No, I know. I, know, I thought I know. their day two I'm was giving pretty you good. Time. I know, but I thought their day two was pretty good. Yeah. Um, Brian Branch was a really good pickup, but I, I agree. I think that Jameer Gibbs was way way overvalued, and, and Jack Campbell I think was a was a reach at that position as well. I think they could have got him at the start of the second. Um, I also agree, but. But I think they're still going to be good players, and I still think they're going to, uh, you know, Lions fans are going to like them. Um, and in, in retrospect, you'll be like, okay, whatever. But mm-hmm. it's always the question of you look at the guys that went, like, right before or, or right, right after. after yeah. and, and are they, like, in five years, are they better than the guy that you got, you know, mm-hmm. or, or less or less replaceable? So that's yeah. that's that's always the the idea um Mm -hmm. i think the seahawks also had a like a it's like a similar thing where i think they had a great day one Mm -hmm. um and then a little bit later day two i think they draft a running back so i think their day three was great as well Mm -hmm. they just the things that we thought they were going to do in day one and day two they did in day three um but they made some really good picks day three like their center that they drafted was he was voted the best interior lineman uh, he won the award for best interior lineman um, you know last year. The, you know who won the best award for off-ball linebacker? Was it uh, Jack Campbell? Maybe. Uh, so, Maybe. But you got him in the first round, and we got this guy in the <laughs> fifth. We got this guy in the fifth. We got our starting center. Don't say that. Don't say that. Voted the best interior lineman That's in insane. like the fourth, Wait, fifth round. What's his name? I think it's the Olu... Uh, something i'm not i'm gonna butcher it so i'm not even olu oluwatami yes yeah that's him i got um, him from michigan yeah oh and yeah I'm so i'm guy. so happy about that pick because we really needed a center and oh he's good i think he's gonna no, be he's our, really good i think he's gonna hold it down in the trenches for i would us. like to i would like to see i would love to see him start mm. or at he's least gone, he's gonna start time. right away you think, think so yeah in the fifth round because he yeah because he played like four years you know he played in multiple no, yeah. different offenses in mm-hmm. college like and he's won the award. Like he's he's coming into the NFL with experience. He's yeah. not one of those like raw guys you need to develop. Yeah, and I think that age, especially in terms of drafting capital, is a big mm-hmm. issue. It's a big contender. But I think for interior linemen, it's I different. would I would like to see a little bit more age. Yeah, and if especially if that age comes with like rel- like relevant experience. Yeah, um, of course, of course. And so you know, linemen can last quite a while in the NFL. Yeah, similar to like tight ends. Uh, and so maybe he won't have the upside of one of the guys drafted really early. Yeah. Um, but he was definitely a great pick where they got him. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, so, yeah, the Seahawks' uh, questionable second round where they drafted Zach Charbonnet. And I don't think it's as – he's a running back uh, yeah. out of UCLA. Um, he was like the third consensus uh, top running back in the draft. 
Um, I think part of why the Seahawks drafted them is because the Lions and the Falcons took the other two running backs so early yeah. that it probably felt like where Jameer Gibbs could have gone in the early second <laughs> round. He went early first round. Don't say that. Come and, on. And, and so it kind of pu- pushes the value of the other running backs up a little bit. And Charbonnet is the clear number three guy. Yeah, right. Um, hmm. And I don't think it's as questionable as a pick uh, as some people think because we had we have Kenneth Walker and then we have DJ Dallas, and those are the only two running backs on our roster until this draft. So now we have four running backs. We yeah. drafted a guy in the seventh. I mean, they get a little depth, but I think it'll you know. it'll probably. I mean, for fantasy, like I, the most of the outrage I hear about this pick is like from people who play fantasy football <laughs> because it tanks the value of Zach Charbonnet and Kenneth Walker yeah. in fantasy football. Um, but for the Seahawks offense, it's, it's good. It's great. It's like an AJ Dillon it's, to the Aaron Jones. Yeah, and it's great security um, because. Yeah, both of these guys are starting. I mean, it's not. Caliber. It's not necessarily a bad pick in terms that it will negatively affect the Seahawks' future mm. because this guy will get some touches. It'll it's, be good. It's similar to what the Lions did with Jack Campbell, I would say, where they had more pressing needs. Um, and, sure. And maybe they could have gotten a running back later. Yeah, like it's, it's not going to hurt them. No, by by no means. But they could have done a little bit better. They could have probably gotten more value at that pick. Yeah, and with. so it's it's going to be all right because the the Seahawks and Lions, to a degree, are both in win now mode. Mm-hmm. I think they're already proven to be competent offenses and yeah. competent teams that they're going to be going to try for a some sort of a a winning conference or a winning season. So I think that these picks are very indicative mm-hmm. of what the teams are trying to do. Yeah. Okay, so. I. So I we we are about seventeen minutes in um, mm-hmm. to our show. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we really have time to talk about the NBA. Uh, so I'm thinking we just jump into the rookie draft. Yeah. I mean, Warriors won. Warriors won. So it's one one. Nuggets are up two zero. Uh, uh, Heat Knicks is tied one one. Yeah. Um, and Celtics, Celtics are tied one one with the Sixers. So it's kind of a competitive environment except for the nuggets. we'll have we'll have more next week more next week yeah we'll, we'll have more narratives to talk about next week i think yeah absolutely um two games in it's kind of hard to talk no, no <laughs> yeah seriously but because next week both teams are going to have played at least one game on the road right you know that's no, yeah, important no, that's a good point that's a good point there's only only home games have been played now mm-hmm. up to this point for like uh the teams you're either home or away so yeah there's not much to say that's already <laughs> already been said yeah really. so i think this is where we can get into this rookie draft. Mm-hmm. Um, now I have a I have a few tier lists pulled up. Okay, but so I have my own personal rankings yeah. that I'm probably going to go off of. I've listened to a few podcasts, done a little bit of my own research, but I don't know about you, but I think there's a a consensus number one rookie yeah. pick. So at the first round in a twelve team super flex, so that means you have one quarterback slot and you have one flex slot that can take a quarterback mm-hmm. brings up the value of quarterbacks a little bit more, but it doesn't even matter. Bijan Robinson is in a class of his own this year, and at the one, if you have the one, the first pick in a rookie draft, you're taking Bijan Robinson without a second thought. Right. Now, where would you put Bijan Robinson in a redraft league? First round, I would think. He's first going round, like early first, I think. Here, I mean, me, Brees me... Hall. Brees Hall went pretty early last year, and. 
Bijan Robinson is even better. Brees Hall was like second round. Yeah, he's early second. Mm. And I think that was like middle late. I think if you took him, if you took Brees Hall with the production that he gave you, like early second, you would have been really happy. You were entirely upset. All right, I'll name a few names. But Bijan Robinson is going to a Falcons team that uh, doesn't do anything but run the ball. Yeah. And they drafted him with the eighth overall pick. And he's the best running back prospect since Saquon Barkley. Like, there's, it's like, it's obvious he's the the number one in 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 rookie drafts, but he's a first round pick, like in every like format. I could see him maybe falling to the late second, late second, or sorry, early I mean, second, early second. My bad, late first, early second. I I mean, I could, I could see, see it happening, but I think it's a mistake. It, it might be a mistake, but I'm just trying to think about the more conservative fantasy players out there. Running backs, like, if running backs have the opportunity, they're one of those positions that can well, still... Well, it's just he's a rookie, you know? That's, like, that's what I'm about to say. Wide receivers, sure. Rookie year. Tight ends, especially. You don't, they don't really do anything in their rookie year. Running back is, like, the position uh, out of all of those compared to quarterback, tight end, wide receiver. Running back is the position where in your first year, given the opportunity, yeah. you can produce. Sure. And you, we saw that with Brees Hall, with Kenneth Walker, right? Once those guys start going, like, it happens. And this is even better. This is bigger than that. All right, let me name a few names. Okay. It's, the game is, would you take Bijan Robinson over this person? Okay. We'll start with an easy one. Let's go Justin Jefferson. No, you take Justin Jefferson over Bijan See, that's Robinson. what I'm fucking saying. Okay. I'll, but I'll Justin go. Jefferson is like, the first pick, like no, he's not. Yes, he oh is, my dude. God, Justin okay, Jefferson okay. goes okay, early okay, first okay. round. We won't get into this. Nick Chubb, you take Bijan over Nick Chubb. Tony Pollard, you take Bijan over Tony Pollard. Mm, Saquon Barkley, that's closer. Uh, I still think you take Bijan. Jonathan Taylor. Mm, that's interesting. Uh, I mean, I don't really know much about his health, and that's the only thing that concerns me. Um, and Bijan is healthy, so probably Bijan. <laughs> okay. Christian McCaffrey? I'd take Christian McCaffrey over Bijan Robinson. Austin Eckler? Um, he's still in, he's still in mm-hmm. Los Angeles, yeah. right? Probably Austin Eckler. All right. He's like, he's like in the tier two of running backs. So do you say Christian McCaffrey... Austin Eckler, Justin Jefferson, Bijan Robinson at four. There's other guys definitely that are there that I'm forgetting about. Derrick Henry? No, he's too old. Josh Jacobs? No, Josh Jacobs isn't like the same tier as the Bijan. only the only two that I can think of are Devontae and Cooper Cup. Then yeah, I think. But the funny thing is, I think Cooper Cup is like sliding, even though he shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be like a late second late, pick. Late second, yeah. Which well, is no, no, crazy. late second. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, for what? Because he was hurt last year, and people like, and the Rams sucked. Yeah. People okay. Kinda honestly, for, people kind of forgot that he was so insane. Like, no, I don't think it's. I don't understand. Okay, well, personally, I don't think it's that, but I just, I still don't understand why people are like. Low on Cooper Cup. Low on Cooper Cup. He should be like a mid first. Like no, hundred percent. He's insane. He's still really good. And he's going to be going in the second, and you're going to be like, like you, you should be laughing taking him in the second round. Yeah, you should be giggling. Yeah. Anyways, for the one hundred two, um, consensus like fantasy number one quarterback. I mean, either it's C.J. Stroud or the one and only Mr. Richardson. 
What do you say? I think that uh, you. I think that I want um, CJ Stroud would probably be my third ranked. Okay, so you're gonna go Anthony Richardson then. I would say I would Anthony, go Anthony Richardson. I think Anthony Richardson is our second. Yeah, we can, just for the we can just alternate, for the, we can alternate picks. I took Bijan. Yeah, I can. I'm going to take Anthony Richardson here just for yeah. the the value of his legs and being able to run the football. Right, just the best. I and mean, he's such a the mobile quarterback is obviously a, a what's the what's the word a golden child of a yeah. fantasy a fantasy roster. You. Cannot be upset with that. In Dynasty, especially, a guy like this is... Perfect for your super flex. Oh he my has God. so much upside, and he's oh given God. the opportunity, and the guy, I forget who it is, it's either like the quarterback coach or like someone on that team I've been reading about is just like very good at developing quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think Anthony Richardson is definitely the number two. Yeah. Um, at number three, I think i got to go with Bryce Young yeah, in two sense. quarterback. I think his... his uh, what he's shown as a quarterback and also the fact that he can run uh, just puts him, gives him the edge over C.J. Stroud, I think, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah, 100%. All right, we're at the 104. Hmm. I think the first six picks are pretty boring. They're kind of like a, an assortment of these five guys after Bijan Robinson. Yeah, I mean, kind of after Bijan and Anthony Richardson, Three through, I'm looking through the picks right here. I'd say three through like six are yeah. pretty interchangeable. So yeah, just for shits and gigs, I'll go Jameer Gibbs. I don't, <laughs> I don't hate that for um, for uh, the number four spot. I'd say I don't hate that, uh, and I'm probably uh, I'll probably go CJ Stroud. Yeah, I think um, for Jameer Gibbs in the flex league in the a redraft league, like. Perfect I think he's going to be flex. a great sleeper. Oh my god, hundred percent redraft. I would love. He'll probably get like. I want to see him as like a Jamal Williams, but a little bit more consistent in terms of yardage. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I want to see him getting touchdowns. I want to see him getting catches. Like, ooh, I'm excited. And you went CJ Stroud. I did go CJ Stroud. All right, so that leaves me with. All right, give me JSN. Yeah, that's just a that's a yeah. layup. See now we're so Jackson Smith and Jigba. Now we're getting into so we got the first six picks. Bijan, this is where it gets contentious. Bijan Rob, Bijan Anthony Richardson, uh, Bryce Young, Jameer mm-hmm. Gibbs, C.J. Stroud, and J.S.N. Jackson Smith and Jigba. Now we are at seven through twelve, and, and this is where it gets interesting. Yeah, this is more dependent on. But I do think that preference. I do think that the next guy is the safest out of all of these guys and that is quentin johnston for me went to the chargers just a he's a big body wide receiver yeah um it's just a great landing spot for him um and i could really see him succeeding there yeah and i personally for redraft i love quentin johnston for like a sleeper pick kind of like a sixth or seventh round type Mm -hmm. of guy he's not gonna hurt no, if you draft him, and I would, I'm just, I'm so excited to see how he develops as a player, as a fantasy, as a fantasy piece, mm-hmm. just to see how he does. Um, yeah, with Justin Herbert especially. And speaking of rookie quarterbacks, I'm gonna pass on Jordan Addison here. That's but, a wide receiver, right? I'm gonna pass on Jordan Anderson, and I'm gonna go for Zay Flowers. Oh, gonna go a, for this. That's an interest. That's a spicy pick. Gonna go for the spicier pick here. Okay. Um, I like, I like Zay Flowers just because he seems like the type of guy to fill that role. The 
like concrete wide receiver one. If anyone's going to do it, it's going to be him. And in terms of fantasy value, I foresee him having the best shot by, by and large having the best shot. And he might not be necessarily the best prospect, but I think that him and Quentin Johnson certainly have the one of the better situations in you terms think, of you value. think Baltimore is a good situation? I would say so. That's interesting. Him and I think he, I mean, even Lamar used like Hollywood Brown. I mm-hmm. like to think about that. He used him very well, and they love the deep threat, and they love yeah. someone who can stretch the field and have that ability to have contested catches and kind of get physical. Mm-hmm. And I think that Zay Flowers is perfect for that. And in terms of Zay Flowers... a good Fla- scheme fit. Right, like, he's just really good in terms of what they want to do mm. and I how they're going to utilize him. I think that he's perfect for that. Anywhere else, I would be a little bit more hesitant, but I think mm-hmm. that the Baltimore Ravens made a really good pl- uh, pick with this one, so... All right, so with Zay Flowers off the board, I think it's a all my picks so far have been pretty consensus. Jordan Addison, yeah, who went to the Minnesota uh, Vikings, uh, he in the first round, he um, he's got a lot of opportunity. He's going to be the number two guy yeah. behind Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirk Cousins, while not the greatest quarterback, he can throw. Um, he sh- he certainly can. <laughs> and Jordan Addison is in a situation where he's got a number one guy who takes the attention off of him. Right. You know he's uh, he's got T.J. Hawkinson too, Dalvin Cook. Like there's some there's some still some really good studs on this offense, and I think that without that pressure on him to be the number one guy, um, he'll really like be able to thrive. And I think that's the story with a lot of these wide receivers this yeah. year is none of them are being drafted to be the number one guy. Um, no, they're already they're fixtures in an already pretty successful offense, yeah. except for maybe Bijan. But you know, yeah, Bijan, or I just meant the wide receivers mostly. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I'm looking at the I'm looking at all these guys on the board. I mean, I'm, except the quarterbacks, except the quarterbacks. But you know, I'm looking at all the offensive weapons, mm. and they they're go all, to, they all go to offenses that like are already pretty are well good for them. All that I think that's a story with a lot of these guys, except well, maybe Zay Flowers and Jackson Smith and Jigba is yeah. like their landing spots were great, um, and I would even say Jackson Smith and Jigba and Zay Flowers are good. I wouldn't say they're bad landing spots. Yeah. Now, what would you say to Jordan Addison drafters if they're wondering general. if they're wondering about how many mouths the Minnesota offense has to feed? Um. I don't think you need to worry about that. Uh, he's a talented wide receiver, and this is a great situation because, yes, there's Justin Jefferson. He's going to eat a lot of targets, but right. we, we know that guys like Adam Thielen, like uh, K.J. Hamler, have succeeded in this offense. Adam Thielen succeeded in this offense for three years on, behind Justin Jefferson. True. Fantasy um, as well succeeded. Yes, fantasy. Fantasy, fantasy, succeeded in fantasy. Um and so there's no reason to believe that Jordan Addison can do the same. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. I would, I would agree with that. So this is another teardrop, I think. After those three extra wide receivers go, yeah. this is another teardrop here. I'm interested to see where you go here. I am thinking here, and you made a really good point about – running backs being mm-hmm. able to produce in their rookie year. So give me Zach Chabonet. Wow, okay. Chabonet. On the, Chabonet. On the, on the Seattle Seahawks. And I'm thinking um, 
oh my god, I'm forgetting his name. Who's the running? Who's the rookie running back on Seattle? Kenneth Walker. I'm thinking about Kenneth Walker and his injury. I'm thinking about his usage, and in terms of dynasty and long term prospects, mm-hmm. I really do love his upside. I also think that Charbonnet, if if either Kenneth Walker or Charbonnet gets hurt, the other immediately becomes like a league winning running back. Right. It's like the AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. I'm telling exactly. you. I'm exactly. telling you. Um. All right, Zach Charbonnet off the board. Yeah, not much, not much elaboration to have right there. I feel like it's pretty. My next pick is going to be Dalton Kincaid. Wow, um, passing up on Will Levis here. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm big on Dalton Kincaid. Uh, all the things that you want to see from a tight end, <sighs> he he does those things. He's fast. He's yeah. big. He catches the ball. Um, and what's really interesting, I think, about tight ends and when you're evaluating them coming out of college yeah. is it's really a hybrid position because a guy like Dalton Kincaid, there are some guys in the draft that go later than him that are just – they're playing the same position, but they're really not. Yeah, I would, Kincaid, I would agree with that. Dalton Kincaid is a really big slot receiver. I think the a big footnote here for this, this pick here is that we – we said originally that we want to talk about this is kind of emblematic of our rookie rankings, but take this tight end pick with a little bit of a little grain of salt, mm-hmm. just because tight ends and like the rookie value are just—it's so hard to predict. It's so hard to predict. But in terms of dynasty, I think that he's an excellent prospect, and I would love to see him develop in the long term. But in terms of redraft, I would not draft Dalton Kincaid. I would period. wait. I would leave him on your waiver if he starts to do really well. Right. Then you put in a claim for him. Just as an exclaimer. But in in dynasty, you know, maybe he won't be great in his first yeah. year. Yeah. But one hundred percent. I just Dalton Kincaid. Goes to a great situation, got the first round draft capital, um, which uh, which historically does not mean as much for tight ends as it mm-hmm. does for running backs or wide receivers. Um, but he checks all the boxes you want from uh, a tight end that's a receiving threat, um, and yeah. so I don't think you can ignore that. Uh, and uh, I think that the opportunity is there for him to succeed, um, and. I just think it's a it's a fine pick. Yeah, it's a, it's a good pick. I'd say that you can't go wrong. And in terms of like, you're savvy in terms of drafting. Mm-hmm. You're pick eleven. You got another pick coming up. You got the second round, second pick. So you might want to go for a little bit of. A, oh, this should be on. This should be on. Uh, snake draft. Snake. Yeah. <laughs> and this should not be on snake. This should be on linear. There we go. Linear. What do you mean? All rookie drafts are linear. What are you talking about? So the first round gets the first. Yeah, what? Because this is the worst team. Oh, true. So yeah, rookie drafts are generally linear. So after the first twelve picks in the first round, oh, it wow. goes it goes back to the person who had the first pick because the worst team is the team that got the first pick, and so they get all the oh, first yeah. picks in each round. Yeah, well, that makes sense. All right, for the team twelve, then. Hmm. hmm. Got some. In, this is another. I think teardrop. So this is interesting. I could easily go Will Levis here. There's a really big, like, this is a very top-heavy class, it feels like. Yeah. I think that Will Mayer for the Las Vegas Raiders. Michael Mayer. Or, sorry, Michael Mayer. Sorry, Mm -hmm. I'm confused with Will Levis. Uh, Michael Mayer. Our friend Will Mater. Will Mater. (laughs) Yo, shouts out Will. (laughs) Shouts out Will Mater. Join our fantasy league and you'll meet him. Ah. Mm, 
I'm going to go Michael Mayer, actually. Michael Mayer, wow. Okay. Yeah, I think in terms of production, he'll probably get the most out of rookie tight ends. So if you're mm-hmm. looking for that, he Michael Mayer probably has the best chance of being drafted in redraft as well. Really? Yeah, well, I think he's the only tight end in that system. Mm-hmm. Really, that's worth throwing to, except for uh, Foster Moreau. Right. <laughs> okay. I'm well, so, I'm so me, glad I remembered that. You gave me a lot of options here at the yeah. at the first pick. I kind of gave you. Round. I kind of gave you a difficult pick, but Michael Mayer. He just kind of. I think it just makes a little bit more sense than anybody else, really. I think if you're looking for a tight end, it can't. You can't go wrong with Michael Mayer. Right. I think he's. I think the issue you run into with him maybe is that he becomes a better. Uh, NFL tight end than fantasy tight end. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see here. So options I'm looking at here, Will Levis, obviously still on the board, Devin Achain, A-Chain, uh, who went to Miami, running back, still on the board, Kendrick go, Miller. You can go Josh Downs and just make it easy for I'm me. I'm going to take Will Levis here, I think. Oh, nuts. Uh, I think, you know, he still went in the second round. Uh, he got... Uh, he went to a team that has a quarterback on an expiring contract, if I remember correctly. What the Colt? Wait, wait, no, 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 the the Titans. The Titans. Um, Tannehill is not the future of that team, and it's a team Definitely that not. might start. Well, they also have Malik Willis as well. They have Malik Willis, but we saw some stuff from Malik Willis last year, mm, and not pretty. It wasn't pretty. I think taking a chance on Will Levis here is okay. Yeah, at the start, of it's the not bad. I guess that Will Levis as a prospect. Very good. I mean, you're you're prototypical, just kind of big arm, you know, pocket quarterback. Um, He's just got some issues that hold him hold him down. You know, like bad decision making, um, just questionable choices. Yeah, I like him as. <sighs> but he's at the top of the second round. I think that's a fine value for Will Levis. Yeah, I know. I'm just. I'm still really hesitant on him. There's a lot of options for you. He's here. just he's just such an interesting prospect, and his value and where he was taken it it really makes you think. It forces you to think, mm-hmm. really. Um, wow, this is a this is an interesting <laughs> turn here in the second yeah. round. Ooh, Jesus, you have so many options. You can go with the two running backs here, uh, and the good opportunities. <sighs> you can go with the Jonathan Mingo, who is a great, who a huge riser with where he was taken. Yeah. Rushi Rice, who went to the Chiefs. Man, this is this is really tough. Hmm. Boy, let's see here. Jonathan Mingo, Kendrick Miller, Devon Adams. You know, I am gonna grow. Oh, I'm gonna go Mingo. Actually, Mingo. Okay. I'm gonna see him with Adam Thielen and DJ Chark. I'm gonna see him as that field stretcher. For C.J. Stroud, he's a big guy. He's a he's a big guy, and so is D.J. Chark. So, I foresee him kind of taking up that outside corner route. I mean, mm-hmm. D.J. Chark really. I mean, watching him on the Lions, especially, mm-hmm. he really succeeded on the contested catches and whatnot. And he's a legitimate threat. Yeah. And so when I look at Adam Thielen, you look at that. He typically plays the outside corner, but I I kind of see him in the slot a mm-hmm. little bit. I think Mingo probably has the best chance to, in that offense, definitely break out because you got three offensive weapons: a rookie quarterback, Miles Sanders as well. It's tough. I don't want to. I feel a little hesitant making this pick, but I I see him doing a little bit. He a little is bit the of number actual, one guy 
it looks like for yeah, uh, it, for Bryce Young. So that that is uh, enticing just in itself. Right. I see him as the as the one B one C. You know what I'm maybe, saying? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Adam Thielen one C, maybe DJ Chark probably one A one B. So Jonathan Mingham may be the first option for CJ Stroud. He has a lot of potential for for Bryce Young. You mean? Sorry, Bryce Young. I mm-hmm. keep saying that. Um, Bryce Young. Okay. Uh, next pick, I'm gonna go Devin A Chain. Uh, just maybe not the same talent level of of Bijan Robinson, Jameer Gibbs, Zach Charbonnet, but. He goes into an opportunity on the Dolphins where he's quick, mm-hmm. he's explosive, um, and if there's any head coach that can do something with that, it is Mike. <laughs> and uh, the opportunity is probably the best out of the remaining running backs for Devin A. Chance. So I just like him at the top of the second round here. I think it's a safe pick for you. If, you're, mm. if you need a running back especially – so that's that leaves you at the two oh four. Who are we going with here? Give me who this might be a little bit of a controversial pick, but give me Jalen Reed. Jaden Reed? Or sorry, Jaden Reed. I like that pick actually. On the Green Bay Packers. I really like that pick. I <laughs> I wanna see him with Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. Extended Jordan Love. I wanna see him doing some work. Um I, this guy, a little older. Jaden Reed is great. And I think that he's going to be slept on. I yeah. think he's going to go later than this in a lot of drafts. Yeah. Because people don't really know who he is. Um, mm. But people are finding out quick. <laughs> it seems like. I got him in the third round of one of my drafts. Really? Yeah. It was crazy. Wow. And I don't think I would get him in the third round today. I saw him going late second. Middle second, honestly. But never this high. I, I'm I've seen high. him going at the end of the first. Really? Yeah. Mm. We'll see. I, I see him probably going around here, honestly, in terms of just mm-hmm. equaling it out. Okay. Well, with my next pick, I'm re- right here I'm really looking between Kendra Miller, who went to the New Orleans Saints. Right. He's kind of a bruiser running back. Uh, could play the compliment to Alvin Kamara. I like him. I really do like Kendra Miller, but... I'm looking at uh, Rasheed Rice, who yeah. went to the Chiefs. You got a lot of other um, really good wide receiver picks. You also got Josh Downs as well. I also really like Marvin Mims, uh, who went to the Broncos. Yeah. It just depends on how. There's a lot of hype trains, on especially these next three picks, Miller, Downs, and Mims. There's a lot of hype trains. Marvin Mims, I think. Hmm, So you're on the Mims hype train. I I don't trust any wide receiver who gets drafted by the Chiefs. Um, Because it's always just going to end up going to that tight end who just is a black hole of targets. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. The New Orleans Saints, I don't really trust as an offense unless it's like Chris Olave. So (laughs) that's kind of where I'm at with that. I think Marvin Jones could be the number two to Jerry Judy's one. Yeah. Uh, And this, the wide receiver room, even though it's like, People think of the Broncos. They're like, oh, it's, they've got Tim Patrick, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. But Jerry Judy's really the only like really good wide receiver on the Broncos. Cortland Sutton really? is overrated and is not very good. Wow. And okay. Tim Patrick is, is okay. good, but he's old. All right. Hmm. Now help me out, Finn. I need a little help. Okay. I really want to take Kendra Miller. Yeah. Here. 
I don't think you could go wrong taking him here. I just want to hear your thoughts on Alvin Kamara. Okay. Honest to God, because I have a few I have a few reserves about him and his usage mm-hmm. in this offense, but I'm feeling a little confident on Kendry Miller and his, you know, expected production. Yeah. What would you have to say about that? Um I think that Kendra Miller is I mean, Alvin Kamara is old and he gets hurt a lot. And Kendra Miller is going to be the number two guy. And Alvin Kamara isn't also the type of guy that you can give, like, 15 carries a game to. Right. So with a guy like Kendra Miller, that's a, that's a bruiser. He's like a bruising running back. Mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. he could mm-hmm. step into a workload right away. Um, I just think he's capped by the offense of the Saints. Okay. Hmm. All right, give me Kendra Miller. All right. And I want to take him because I'm going to make a little prediction right now. Mm-hmm. I say Alvin Kamara gets traded in the middle of the season. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to say this. I could see that happening. I think the Saints trade Alvin Kamara after a little bit of a lackluster season, and they trade him to... The Detroit Lions. <laughs> God no, please, Jesus. Um, I'm gonna say the Panthers. Okay. I say they trade him to the Panthers. We're so I think that Kendra Miller is gonna be. So we're running out of time here, so we're gonna have to go a little quicker. No, we're but not. Oh my God! Um, we have six minutes left. So let's finish this round. See how far we can get into the third round. All right, we'll uh, go. We'll go rapid. Fire. I'm taking a little bit of a crazier pick here. I'm going Sam Laporta. Ooh, hey. To Detroit. Now we're talking. <laughs> TJ Hawkinson was a great tight end in Detroit, and Sam Laporta can un- walk into an opportunity yeah. in Detroit. He's a he's one of those tight ends like Dalton Kincaid, who maybe not be the might not be the best blocker, but he's a good receiver. And the the Detroit Lions showed how much they value him when they took him earlier right. in the draft. So right. I think that he's a little bit of a sleeper this year. So I'm taking him there. All right, for the eighth pick. Of the second round, I'm gonna go Josh Downs in terms of his value. It's good value there. You know, Colts wide receiver. Um, pair him with Anthony Richardson. Pair him with Anthony Richardson. You know. Okay. Michael Pittman. Um, so here I finally will cave, and Rasheed Rice at the in the late second is a great value, I think. Um, so I'm taking him here. Uh, you know, just. It's an upside shot that maybe he might uh, work out as like the <laughs> Chiefs wide receivers. Okay, um, give me Mr. Spears. I'll take Mr. Spears. Tajay Spears, running back for the Titans. Kind of the hope is there that he is the pass catcher mm-hmm. for alongside Derrick Henry. Henry. Yeah, and we saw. Oh, Jesus, and Derrick Henry's old too. People forget. Yeah, I mean, we saw how the Titans used their pass-catching running back. God forbid I remember the name of the Titans' pass-catching running back. Oh, my God. But he was productive. Hendon Hooker? Mm, no. No, no, no. Um, okay, well, I'm speeding along here. Yeah, go for it. Not Hendon Hooker. Uh, Hendon Hooker is who I'm about to take. Just kidding. Jalen no. Hyatt. I'm taking Jalen Hyatt here. New York Giants uh, yeah. wide receiver room that really – doesn't have anyone and there's a lot of people who hate 
Jalen Hyatt as a prospect. People but do not like him. <laughs> he has a lot of opportunity in this. People, people hate low-key on Jalen Hyatt. Um, the opportunity you cannot deny. So I think at the end of the second. I, know. I don't really like I Personally, I do not like Jalen Hyatt. Honestly, I would not take him even at that value. Okay. They got a million slot receivers. Uh, give me Hendon Hooker, by the way. Hendon Hooker, good yeah. pick there. Okay. Uh, so I think this is another teardrop here, um, where you're. We're in the top of the third round. There's just a lot of dudes now, <laughs> and you just kind of gotta little randos. Yeah. So you're just shooting for upside here, and <laughs> I'm gonna take Rashawn Johnson. All right. He could get some opportunity in Chicago. <laughs> There's not a lot of great running back competition yeah. in Chicago. Um, yeah. We're just taking, like, NFL My Players. Give me give me Tank Bigsby. Tank Bigsby. We yes. love it. We love yeah. it. All right. Back up to Travis Etienne. I'm taking Luke Musgrave to the to – <laughs> Who the, is that? He's a tight end, went to the Packers. <laughs> uh, you know, he could, could be good. Could be good. Oh my god. Um, shoot, dude. Oh man, give me Chase Brown. I'll take Chase Brown. That's good. Yeah, that's a good pick. <laughs> Another Chicago. They drafted two running backs. Yeah. What is wrong with what is wrong with Chicago? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna make a big crazy pick here. Yeah. Oh, mm. Israel, I really like as a prospect. Whoa. Cedric Cedric Tillman in the third round. You Chrissy. <laughs> okay, I don't I don't like I don't like Cedric Tillman. I don't like any of these guys to be honest. Uh, I don't like any of them. I don't like any of them. But give me Tank Dell. <laughs> we got two tanks. He is we he, have two tanks on this track. Could be could be the wide receiver one in in Houston. No, oh, fingers crossed. Uh, I would love to see that happen. Just kind of a like a deep sleeper. Yeah, yeah. Tank Dell. If it's not John Mechie, I know we're all praying for John Mechie's success. We are all praying. <laughs> everyone, John everyone is a John Mechie supporter. Come on. Uh, I would love to see him do well in the NFL. Yeah. After <laughs> after what he's been through his rookie year. Um, for those who don't know, he had leukemia, uh, in his rookie year. Yeah, he's gonna be the new James Conner. Yeah. Yeah. All right, who you got? Let's make it through the sixth round speed. Are you serious? All right. Or thir- third round, I mean. Let's make it through the third round speed draft. Oh, my God. I'll take Israel here. Israel? Okay, that's good. Yeah. All right, I'm taking Michael Wilson. All right. Um, Wide receiver, Arizona. I'm going to go Darnell Washington. Darnell Washington. For the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers tight end. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go... I'll take Cedric Tillman here. Cleveland wide receiver. No. Has Sean Tucker been taken? No, but he has he didn't get drafted. I'll take Sean Tucker. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll take the undrafted free agent back up to I will take Stetson Bennett. Here. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> um hmm. give me Zach Evans. Zach Evans. Yeah. Okay. And that does our <laughs> That finishes our three-round uh, rookie mock draft. Yeah. Just in time. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good about it. 
I think I think it was pretty good. There's some questionable picks in there. There's some maybe. questionable picks here, but no, I think that overall, for, I think for the it was sake of good. time, in terms of like a 30 minute mock draft, I think the the craziest pick that I see here is uh, is Michael Mayer <laughs> at the end of the end of the first round. <laughs> <laughs> that one that one kind of blew me away a little bit. No, um, that's all right. We we like it. We like it. Yeah, we went on a good run though in the second round, I think. Yeah. We're good. We're good here. Yeah. Okay. Well, well then. I'm I'll screenshot this. You can put it in our No, I'm doing I'm doing Steph Curry kissing LeBron James. Okay. The photo of the Dorit. Completely unrelated to just anything we talked about. Exactly. I'm gonna put a little caption saying that it had nothing to do with what we're talking about. Okay. Well, it's Command Shift Four. Command Shift Control Shift Four. Yeah, on PC at least. Command, Command Shift. There you go four. for taking a screenshot. Oh my God, what is that? It's the desktop. Oh, interesting. That was not the right button. I have no idea how to take okay. a screenshot. Well, well, that's 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 our episode. <laughs> that's our episode. That's all for today, folks. Um, I hope you enjoyed our episode. This has been. Probably the third to last episode. Yeah. Maybe second to last, dare I say, for our junior year yeah. here at Chapman University. And um it's just been a blast so far. Yeah. I've been I've this has definitely been the most challenging year, especially as a journalist mm-hmm. and as a sports commentator, just mm-hmm. kind of figuring out what we find relevant in terms of the sports world. Yeah, and uh, you know, getting better at at talking about things is a big part of it. And that sounds so simple, but it's true. Yeah. You know, like the language you use and the, the way you talk about things is very important. And, uh, that is a big part of our growth. Yeah. I'm so happy that all of our listeners here are able to experience our growth and be along on this journey, (laughs) come along on this journey. So we love each and every one of you, mm-hmm. however many of you are out there, but yeah, yeah. <sighs> well, it's been fifty minutes. Yeah. This is us signing off. Yeah, uh, we love you guys. Yeah, and uh, well, for all you radio listeners, all you radio <laughs> listeners, <laughs> be sure to stay tuned for the incomparable same wavelength radio. <laughs> and uh, hit us up where. If they want to join our Dynasty League. Yeah, let but us know. Hit, but where? Where are they going to? Uh, text me at 847-609-5500. There's, there you go, folks. Just text, text me. Just Shoot text me a him. number. Shoot him. 847-609-5500. Shoot him. Just 5500. Let me know if All you right. want to join our league. There you go. He just put his number on the internet. Yeah, we're here for it. All right. That's it for today, folks. <laughs> Stay tuned for Same Wavelength coming up. All right. See you later, guys.